Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Am I Embarrassing You podcast. I'm your host, Zoe Wexler, here with my mom, Dr. Amy. Hello. Hi. Hello, gallbladder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And today we're going to be taking it back through the past 12 months. We just passed a year since lockdown and quarantine started in New York and I think everywhere in the country. So we're going to go over the past 12 months, what we watched, listened to, read, baked, ate, bought, whatever, or highs and lows, just for fun. And we have a good Ask Dr. Amy segment today. But before we start, if you could please, Apple Podcast listeners, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Just go to your library, tap on us, scroll to the bottom, hit five stars. It really means a lot. And we thank you. Thanks. Okay, before we start like going into it, how are you feeling? Oh, thanks. Well, I still have my gallbladder, unfortunately. We're waiting for the day where she's she's out of here. It's coming out in a couple weeks. And in the meantime, mm-hmm. I'm on a no-fat diet. It's... I think I talked about this a little bit. It's fucking hell. Yeah. Well, I've always been a bad dieter anyway. Like, I always, always need to be eating. But I typically eat things in moderation. But if I want a slice of pizza, I have it. If I want a Krispy Kreme, I have it. If I want Morgan Stearns, I have it. Sometimes it. <laughs> it's a little much of a habit all in the same Yo, day. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm obsessing because I can't even have a drop of olive oil. Like, I'm craving olive oil. That's weird. That is weird. And salmon and avocado. Like, I miss those things. Yeah. So, this fat-free, don't make your gallbladder constrict because it still has stones and they can fuck up your pancreas again diet is <laughs> not really fun. It's unpleasant. Yeah, of course it is. Like, and- mom just had a baked potato for dinner. <laughs> Literally, a baked potato. I did. A couple of grapes. Ugh. And, uh, so you're perpetually grumpy. It's really fun. <laughs> what are you trying to say, though? Like you're a pain in my ass. <laughs> Not really. I have been a little bit of a pain. Yeah, but I, I feel so bad. Like I would be such a pain. Like I just feel so bad. But she's she the gallbladder is coming out two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. Two. What day is today? Monday. Monday? Two weeks from Wednesday. Two weeks from Wednesday. Yeah, we're getting there. Okay. All right. Let's start with. One of my favorite things in quarantine that we did was, was watch television. Yes, I watched so much TV. I love TV. You're not a TV person. Like, you weren't a binge watcher because you you work so hard and you're busy. But you became a TV binge. I tell you how to binge watch TV in quarantine. I'm very I, proud of myself. I, I knew how to do it a little bit, All I right. have to say. Like, when the crown season would come out, I'd be done really quickly That's true. That's true. with it. But there weren't that many shows I binged. And, I mean, I grew up in front of the television. Like... <laughs> And you know what? I don't think that was bad. I watched a lot of TV. I didn't miss any. I mean, you're really smart, so I don't mm. think it matters. Oh, my God. Brady Bunch, Love Boat, Fantasy Island. We snuck Fantasy Island because I wasn't supposed to stay up that late. Mm. I mean, the Jeffersons, Good Times, Family Ties. I mean, I can go on and on and on. And sometimes I do. Sometimes you do. Uh, eight is enough. Like It's enough. <laughs> Happy Days. Wow. Okay, sorry. Laverne and Shirley. Okay. And all the cartoons on Saturdays. And oh my God, Davy and Goliath on Sundays. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. So on Sundays when I was growing up and there wasn't cable, there were just a few, you know, a few stations. Mm -hmm. There was, I didn't even realize at first, a Christian cartoon on Sunday mornings. Okay. Called Instead of Church? Yeah. Called Davy and Goliath. Okay. And Davy was a little boy and Goliath was his dog. It was kind of claymation. I love claymation. It's so cute. I'm pretty sure that it was just all Bible stories told for children. Oh, lovely. I had no freaking idea. I was like, oh, Damien, what? It was all, it was it. it." (laughs) That and like church services. That's cute. Yeah, I loved it. Okay. I don't know if like Jewish kids were supposed to be watching Damien. Oh, it doesn't matter. You learned Or if my parents even knew. (laughs) I I doubt they cared. (laughs) They certainly weren't with us. Okay, well, back in 2020. Yes. 
The okay, first thing TV. I watched in the pandemic was The Americans. I watched it all. I think there are six seasons and they're on Amazon Prime really, really quickly. It's still one of, one of the best shows I've ever seen. I think about it all the time. And I we're actually it. really lucky because one of mom's really good friends, her husband was one of the writers on the show. So after I finished the show. Hey, Stu. Hi. Mom, people are listening to our podcast. Like, you're saying hi to everyone. Okay, well. Okay. Um, I, I texted him and I asked him some questions. I bothered him about the ending because it's like the best TV ending ever in history, I believe. So I love The Americans. And then right after I finished that, I watched The Great, which had just come out a year ago. And they're filming season two now. And you watched it like last month. It's so good. I loved it. That's, Elle Fanning is so good. It's, it's about um, Catherine the Great and Peter the Great. No, not Peter the Great. Peter, the Peter. son of Peter the Great. Oh, sorry. The son of Peter the Great and Catherine the Who Great. Who ain't great. <laughs> no, it's, it's a great, it's a great show. And then while, you know, at night I watched The Americans, but in the afternoon you weren't working. We watched The Great British Bake Off all day. Yeah, so I said, so I know you've watched a few seasons of this, but I really want to start from the beginning, which you're like, yeah, sure. So we watched all the seasons. It was so oh, fun. I loved it. There's so much of it, but it goes quickly and it was just wonderful. Well, I was, I saw a patient today who's from England. And we were talking about a show coming out in England and then coming out here a few months later. And I said, oh, my God, I'm still waiting for the frickin' Christmas specials of GBBO to come out here. Yeah. Three, almost four months later. And she said, I know there's such a delay. And we just talked about how much we love Great British Bake Off. <laughs> it's the best show. And I said, you know, it's just so different from American competition shows, reality shows, because they get mean and nasty here. Yeah. And for no reason. They're only in the tent baking. I know, but you, that, you I, just you leave it up to your imagination. I wonder if English viewers of the show like want to see what goes on. Like I always want to know what goes on in the tent. I mean, what goes on outside of the tent? Like where they stay, who's who's roommate. Like I want to know all the behind the scenes. And in, in like in the U.S., we get too much behind the scenes, and in on the Great British Bake Off, we don't get enough. We don't, but it's it's but also it's kind of nice. lovely, and they are competitive, mm. and they're like very strong competitors but they root for each other and if one person drops their stuff the other other people run over to help them and if someone's done and the other person's like rushing to get it on the plate they help them yeah like these are nice people yeah it's 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 an amazing show so we're still waiting on the christmas special i don't think i don't think the specials come out on netflix i think it's just bbc oh. okay then you watch the last tango in halifax oh i love this show i just wrote these down from memory but i think i got them all yeah last tango in halifax I think it's an underrated show, and it so I watched it without looking up any of the actors. Turns out, so many of them are like well-known English Shakespearean actors. Mm-hmm. All right, the premise is: imagine two people that, when they were like thirteen or fourteen, had a crush on each other, were about to go on a date. The girl is moving away. She thinks in a few days her family speeds it up, so she's going to miss the date. Mm-hmm. She writes a note to the boy: "I'm so sorry, we're moving. Here's my new address. Please stay in touch. Like, write a letter." She gives it to her best girlfriend to give to the boy, and she moves away, and she never hears from him again. Mm-hmm. The girl who she gave it to, her best friend, had a crush on the boy also, mm-hmm. didn't give the letter. So the boy was stood up. Yeah. And so they've spent literally, I think it's 60 years, mm-hmm. thinking the other person like blew them off. And then Facebook comes along, and they're each, they're, 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 they married someone else, and their spouse dies. And then the, each of their grandsons puts them on Facebook uh-huh. on like an old computer. And the first person each of them wants to look up is the other. That's so cute. They find each other. Yeah. They decide in the first meeting, they're going to get married. That's so cute. And and they do get married. I'm like 80% sure you've already told this story <laughs> before, but I I'm going to let you do so. it anyway. Um, anyway, but it's about like they come from such different backgrounds and they each have a daughter and their daughters are polar opposites. Mm-hmm. But... 
and the families are all a mess like families are it's so entertaining and amazing right and there's only like four seasons okay okay that was long <laughs> sorry i loved it i okay. just think it's underrated oh. here okay all right <laughs> watch it okay mm-hmm. shush then you watched um you watched call my agent we watched bbc earth together you've already explained call my agent and then BBC Earth, wait, the new BBC Earth. Mom, we already David talked about it. Okay, we already sorry. talked about it. What about Queen's Gambit? I'm getting there. Okay. And so I guess one thing that was really popular in quarantine was like um, Love is Blind, like these reality TV dating shows on Netflix that we oh. don't really watch reality TV. And okay. also Tiger King, which is so popular. Neither of us There's no it. way I was going to watch that. No. We um, both watched Bridgerton separately, which is now, I was stopped on the street. Or no, in a store, and someone told me they thought I was Phoebe Dinovore until they heard me talk, and I'm not English. It was a very big compliment. It's just kind of weird when like my grandparents and their friends like call me and they're like, "Oh, honey, I was watching Bridgerton, and there's so much sex in the show." And they're like, "You look just like her," and I'm like, "Oh, thank you so much." Or like, "You too." So okay, I watched the entire show by myself without you. Yeah. Not once thinking Zoe and Phoebe look alike, and then I start. I watched it right at the beginning when yeah. it came out. I start getting texts and DMs from all over the world. So it looks like Daphne. So it looks like Daphne. Did anyone tell you so it looks like Daphne? <laughs> I was like, did I not see that because of the sex? I couldn't picture Ew. my kid. No, it, she also, she has like red hair. No, no. But at least a hundred people have said it to us now. Every age from every part oh, of I know. the world. So clearly I, I guess I didn't want to see it. No, I don't think that's what it is. I just think it must have been. I don't know. But um, then I watched it like a week after you and. Having already heard that like 84 times, and I see it. And you know what? It's very flattering. She's beautiful, and she's great. As are you. Thank you. Um, Who are you going to be for Halloween? And I'm going to be Daphne for Halloween. <laughs> the only problem is that my boyfriend looks nothing like the Duke of Hastings. And we also watched The Queen's Gambit, also separately, oh, but equally loved it. So good. Loved. And that's it. The I mean, Crown? You're yeah, still catching up. I'm still I finished catching it. up on The Crown. But I, I watched it show. way too quickly, and then it was over. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally on season two. Like I have a lot, lot left to go frustrating okay then my next category that i have is what did we listen to in the quarantine well the two albums that literally oh, wait, saved- can i go i'm going back to watched okay the yankees when the yankees um, came back on i'm just saying because baseball season is almost upon us again and there can be spectators in yankee stadium <laughs> right i would like to go that's all i'm saying <laughs> i'm putting it out there um, in the you universe you can go you have the vaccine you can go do anything you want okay but i take just- it I haven't even checked yet, but you know, what is it? 20% capacity, so that's about 10,000 people per game. You'll it's get in. Not too many. You'll get in. I'm going. Okay, have fun. Okay. Okay. Two albums that saved quarantine for many millions of people around the world are the two sister albums from Taylor Swift, Folklore and Evermore. Let's these go were, TS. These were, yes, these were albums that surprised Taylor. She did not think you know she was going to be making music in the pandemic. And we got Folklore, which is my album of the year at the Grammys, which is one of the best days ever for me. And Evermore, which are just two of the most amazing albums, like so different for her and just incredible. Go TS. And then... You're welcome on the podcast anytime. Mom! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, she's definitely going to hear that. And then for me, also, um, Side Note was a new album from The Chicks. I really liked it. Some songs I loved, some I skipped, but I'm a fan. Hmm. And you... I don't know. Did you listen to any music this year? No. I didn't listen to much new music, except I really love that Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande song, Rain On Me. Yeah, I know. We, we jam to that song all the time. It's I, so fun. I put it on my workout playlist. Yeah, it's good. And sometimes I listen to it over that and song over won, and over. Um, best, it, that song won a Grammy. Like, best duo performance oh. or something. Love that. They deserve it. It was so fun. And that was an uplifting song. That was in the part of quarantine when, like, we were ready for 
for dance songs. Yeah. Like we were, we were right, like at the beginning of quarantine, we needed to like cry and be sad and then like we could dance. And or we listened to Les Mis and then yeah. <laughs> Les Mis and also, also Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, we watched a Hamilton movie. Yes. On Disney. On Disney Plus. That was a big part of quarantine. They moved up the date of the movie by six months so we could come out in the beginning of the pandemic because they like, they're like, people want content. Like, let's put it out. And they were right to do that. It was, they did a great job. We'd seen it. So many times. So many times on, on Broadway. Broadway. So lucky. And in Puerto Rico. Yes. But the camera angles right on the stage were really cool. Like, we obviously weren't on stage with them. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, excellent. That was really great. Okay, what did you read? I've only read a couple of books. I've read, like, a ton of magazines, lots of news. I read Hamnet. Yeah. For book group kind of got together. It's loosely back together. I kind of want to pitch myself as your new book group leader. <laughs> really? You're going to have to read a lot will of you, fiction to find us good books, too. Oh, no, thanks. Will I be paid? <laughs> sure. Okay. You could have multiple part-time jobs. Yeah. There you go. Hamnet, which was really good about historical fiction about William Shakespeare's family. Yep. His kids. And what was interesting about it is that a lot of it was about the bubonic plague. Oh. And And we're in the middle of a plague. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't so different, let me just say. What else did you read? That was excellent. And I read Dominicana. Oh, I loved it. It was so good. It's... um, the story of a girl who at 12 was essentially prepped to be married to an older guy in the DR in order to come to America, to New York, and better the life for her family. And it was based on the author's mom's kind of history. Oh, wow. And it was so good. I, I just think she's a great writer, and it was really so visual. I could just see it and feel it, and it was great. I read um, two books over the summer that um, last time I read anything for pleasure. I read The Moonstone, which is... Um, I, I've only been reading Victorian fiction because that's what my thesis is about. I read The Moonstone, and I read Wuthering Heights for the first time. What's The Moonstone? It's a Wilkie Collins novel from 1850, I think. What's it about? You guys don't care. No one here reads Victorian fiction. Well, was it worth reading? Yeah, it was great. If you like The Woman in White, you'll love The Moonstone. I don't know what that is. Okay. That's what my thesis is about, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, well, I'll have to read about it. I'll want to read your thesis. Okay. So Angie Cruz read Dominicana. Sorry, I forgot to say that. Okay. And then we also, we did a lot of baking. We didn't do a lot of reading. We did a lot of baking because we watched The Great British Bake Off and we wanted to, we were like, we could do that. We were inspired. And we actually could. We made a really good Victoria sandwich. We made Mary Berry's recipe. Mary Berry, you will be proud of our les. Our les. They were really, it was a really good game. Yeah, we have amazing pictures of it. Yeah. We'll post it. Okay. I was very proud of that. We made our own jam. It, it, we really did everything, and I think it tasted great. I was not... It, I expected low, low things. Why? I don't know. We're pretty good bakers. Yeah. Thank you. And you found a new pumpkin bread recipe that I loved. Maybe Delicious. we should make that. Oh, you can't eat it right now. Well, I can still bake, and you can eat it. I know, but we can make it together once your gallbladder's out. Amazing pumpkin bread recipe. And we also made one of my favorite cookies ever is Millionaire Shortbread, and our the place where I usually get it from, it doesn't sell them. Amy's cookies. So we made them. They weren't the same, but they were really good. They were good. Yeah, we tried a really couple good. different recipes. Some were too yeah. hard. Yeah. No, we made our own caramel, which was so we hard. We did. But that was really good, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought we did a good job of that. Yeah. Which, when you weren't working, and I had Zoom school like for a little bit of the day, we were we had nothing else to do. We baked a lot. I did a lot of online workouts in the living room. You did. I did a lot of walking, and I did a lot of stressing out about applying for a PPP loan. Mm-hmm. And got that done, so that was great. Yeah, this was the beginning of quarantine. 
Yeah. And then we also, like, we didn't really know when restaurants could were going to open and whatever, so we did try to cook a little bit in the beginning. Ugh. I mean, I really don't like it. it. It just, like, you would think that after doing it a lot, you would like it. I know. You well, are, because you are getting better, but you like it the same, which one is night not I, a lot. I made salmon, and you're like, Mom, this is actually really good. And then I tried the same exact recipe, like, a few days later. It sucked. It sucked. It was ass. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I'm not cooking this stupid fish anymore. Yeah. So Ugh. we, so you've been, mom's been making a little bit of halibut because of her gallbladder because it's the only fish she can have. It's you up can, there. I could have haddock, as you remember, but haddock. I can't freaking find it anywhere. We can't find haddock. The halibut you've been making has been delicious. I don't, I wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. And I think Thank it's you. very good. Mm-hmm. I know we're bored of halibut, but it is good. Um, and then my last category is things we oh, bought. Wait, but the, what? for the, in the cooking category, there were some restaurants that while they were closed, you could pick up food boxes oh, that yeah. we did you had to prepare the but they would like give you instructions and it was keeping them in business and they had farms and they had to sell their stuff so we were doing that we were driving around picking up food boxes that was actually really fun yeah but i felt bad because they gave us some things like you know like the head of or carrot and it's like what do we do with that nothing throw it out so you know we didn't use all of it but we did what we could yeah okay we i made this list of things we bought that have been you've been using okay you bought your fitbit Yes. I clip it onto my waist. It's great. You bought your urban hiking gear. I did. I got... Like your backpack, your shoes. Yeah. You're really outfitted for the outdoors. Thank now, you. A fanny pack. A fanny pack. You have, but you, you've had those. Yeah, but I got that new Lululemon one, but that was a gift. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Jody. Thanks, Jody. Um, Our rice cooker. Turns out it was $19, and guess what? It is kind of sucky. Yeah, but I think, yeah. You're... <laughs> Well, you also, you bought this apartment that we're living I in. I did. That was a good thing. That was the best purchase. This is not sucky. I would say. <laughs> this is great. This is great. And I don't know, like. Sweats, t-shirts. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people bought like Pelotons and like, you know, the Cycle bike. We didn't. We didn't do we it because no I have a, an upright life cycle that is almost 23 mm-hmm. and she's my buddy. She is your buddy and it has stickers on it that I put on when I was little. And yeah. So I love that bike. But I get the Peloton thing, but I don't think mm-hmm. we need one. No. We also don't have room for it. True. And a lot of sweatpants. T-shirts, sweatpants, sweatshirts. Comfy stuff. I haven't bought... When's, when am I going to buy a new pair of jeans? Like, kill me. I did buy a couple of pairs of jeans. Why? I don't know. Okay. And long parkas. Oh, yeah, our coats. That was one of the best. Winter gear. Yeah, yeah winter because gear. we were like, usually in the winter, I kind of stay inside. Mm-hmm. But I go to restaurants indoors and I'm right. out and about in life and going to shows. This time I was like, I better get my ass outside and walk. So we geared up and it was great. Yeah, it was, it was a really good, really good idea. Yeah. Okay, so let's go. I'm going to rattle off the months and we're okay. going to say what we used to like, like word association. Oh, okay. Okay, ready? Yep. Mar- okay, we'll start with last March. Okay, March. Go. Oh, I oh, go first. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I didn't say the rules. I don't know. Go. What are the rules? No, there's no rules. Okay. March. Stress. Okay, stress. March for me. Well, what's funny is that like... We didn't, it, it's kind of seemed fun at first. Like, oh, two weeks off, whatever. We played bananagrams like every day. That's we cooked. True. I guess March wasn't that And stressful. then it just got worse. But yes. it fun, at first it was kind of fun. Okay, that's true. Okay. You're like, oh, two weeks off from work. It's kind of a bummer, but it'll be fine. False. Yeah. Like, also, like, imagine, imagine, remember wearing a mask for the first time? Like, for on the street. people who are not doctors who, yes. or who, went to, who worked in hospitals, like, wearing a mask for the first time on the street. I remember putting it on and looking in the mirror in the elevator and we took we took a selfie yes i'll post that on our instagram too our first mask selfie yeah fucking weird masky no what mask selfie i'm trying to make a word out of oh, oh. selfie masky 
<laughs> and it, what I enjoyed about it in March was it was still freezing. It was, yeah. And I was dragging you to Carshall's Park, yeah. but the mask kind of protected our face mm-hmm. from the elements. Okay. April. Cherry blossoms. And you couldn't work. A lot of stress. <laughs> A lot of stress about Losing money. <laughs> not working yet having the same overhead. Yeah. But cherries. The cherry blossoms. Yeah. I mean, we got to see them every day. I know. That that was incredible. Yeah. Every day. Carl Scholl's different blocks because we knew where the trees were that had mm. bloomed already that were about to bloom. Central Park. The reservoir. Behind the Met. All those trees. Yeah. Our friends. Okay. May. Divorce. That's the end of okay, May. Okay, sorry. Oh, also, also, your office reopened. In the middle of May. And then I started working yes. in your office at the end of May. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. That was nice. Middle of May, office reopened part-time. Then you got divorced. Then Jay graduated from high school. Oh, yeah. Then I got separated. Whatever. Then we found the, the goslings, the, the, the geeseness. I, in my head, that's like right at the beginning of quarantine, but it's not. No. No. They didn't hatch till early May. Mm-hmm. Those little cutie That was pies. so much fun. They're coming back soon. And then June, I worked in your office for the whole month of June. I had so much fun. And because, and then we came up with the idea for the podcast. And um, because your office was a little, was slow, I had a lot of free time when I wasn't, you know, doing work stuff in your office. So I just started doing podcast stuff. I found our distributor. I started looking at fonts and like really doing like a lot of podcast research in your office. You were great. You, you were really amazing. I loved office. it. I miss having you there. Thank you. I, if I didn't have school, I would probably be there. Hmm. And though you don't need a second receptionist. I don't, and I have a great one, but you yes. were awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. July. We moved here. Yeah. Folklore came out. We took that trip upstate for the weekend. Was that July or August? That was July. Oh. Before we moved. That was the one weekend that the I first left time the we city, left the city. And that was the only time I left the city from March until February. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because you got to go to Cape Cod, but yeah. I stayed in the city. Yeah. Um, July, we were like... Ooh, where can we go today for ice cream? So we would get in the car and go down to Marin Stearns. We would get chocolate Italian ices at any Mm. pizza shop we could find. Once your gallbladder comes out, we got to go back down to Marin Stearns. Oh, yeah. I I keep almost saying pancreas, but you're not losing your pancreas. God, no. I need it. Sorry. It's okay. Um, Yeah, lots of ice cream. And we moved. And also a lot of, like, really being overheated in Central Park. Oh, we got those. Those stupid things. I don't. I think we they're in the garbage. I don't think they're here. No, we have it. Oh, we do. Okay, so it's like a lounge oh. chair that looks like a beanbag. You blow up by running through. You the hold air. it open and you run around and you fill it up with air and then you slam it closed really fast and then you sit on it. It was it was like an Instagram I'll post, phenomenon. I'll do a little a little carousel of our best moments. Okay, we took it to Central Park. It worked. We sat in it. It was. Oh funny. my god, we were dying. But we like felt like sucked losers. We were like all we wanted the pool and we we have our blow up shit in Central Park. We're lying on sticks. I have to say, I felt a little old. I'm like, I'm not a whiner, and I'm fine staying in New York City during all of quarantine when everyone else took off. But it, it was like 100 degrees and yeah. 90% humidity, and I was just schwitzing. I was yeah. like, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Get me a pool. I know. I was like, I want my toes so, in the water. because of the pool. We, in August, mm-hmm. got our butts to TWA Hotel at JFK for the day, and we went to a we pool. We went in the pool. Yeah. That was fun. That was really, You love that pool. You were so cute with your goggles. Oh, my God. I, I bought picture, some goggles. I have great pictures of that, but I won't post them. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Just imagine mom being really cute underwater with her goggles. Oh, jeez. I've always loved goggles. We went with our whole family to TWA <laughs> for like four hours. And they had crazy COVID rules, yeah, do you remember? It was a lot. Oy. Not like, I mean, obviously we wanted it to be safe, but it was rules that didn't actually make sense. You couldn't bring bags. And yeah. You couldn't. It had nothing yeah. to do with COVID. Like I couldn't bring a bag with like my sunblock. No, I know. 
That was so annoying. Okay, September, we launched a podcast. I started my senior year of college. Jeez. Yeah, it got busier in the office, which was good. Things were looking better in New York Mm -hmm. in the fall. Numbers were down. Like, everyone was so hopeful. Did we have a brief stint of indoor dining on? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know. It might be a lie. We didn't do any indoor dining. No. October. Was your birthday? Was that? Yeah. And then... (laughs) No, no. The... The numbers were coming down, so we were so hopeful. Maybe we were like at the end of this. Yeah, we, but we. But that was just the yeah. lull before another wave. And then November lies continued. <laughs> November got colder. Yeah. And I feel like October, November, December, like there was nothing really. Saying like you got your first vaccine December thirtieth. Right. So, from you know October, my birthday. Okay, October seventh until then, we had some great guests on the podcast, like good podcast stuff. Like you we know. had a nice Thanksgiving here. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, we and, had great guests. And then we said goodbye to 2020, which was really something. And then in January, you got your second vaccine, and it was the inauguration. So On the same day, baby. On the same day. I was getting there. January 20th was a big day. It was a huge day. It was, it was a much bigger day for the country than it was for me individually. But um, I like the symbolism of it all. It was great. February, I I don't have anything. for. I have no association to February. I just know it was only 28 days. <laughs> it felt short. That's what I'll give yeah, it. I'll give it, it that. It wasn't bad. And we had Because we were walking and walking. Were and walking. we together on Valentine's Day? Yeah, we were. We were. Did we do anything nice? I don't know. I kept buying you, like, you brought cute me cake. little things. Yeah, that was so cute. Cake, yeah. cookies. We had good desserts. Yeah, we did. March, gallbladder. Ugh. And hospital. I'm thrilled to share that I got my first dose of the vaccine last week. Yeah, baby. Um, Pfizer, if anyone cares. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, what vaccine did you get? Like, that's like the new question. And what did we just see on Instagram today? About Krispy Oh, oh Krispy Kreme. Kreme is if you bring your vaccine card to any Krispy Kreme through the end of the year, they'll give you a free donut, which I 100% do. Through the end of the entire year yeah, of this that. whole year. And you can use it as many times as you want. You could get a free donut every day. That's okay. Maybe, maybe for your cholesterol, maybe not, but like you should. Okay. So I'm going to have one of those after this. Yeah, I'll go with out. you together. We'll go to there's Krispy Kreme on the Upper West Side. Just open. Okay. We're taking our cards. Okay. We're getting Krispy Kreme. And we can walk there and back so that we'll burn off the calories of the donut. I don't care about that. Okay. I do. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it's all the months. It's March now. I'm getting my second dose of vaccine in like two and a half weeks. I'm so excited. Awesome. If you can get it, get your ass down there. Yes. Or up there. Well, actually, we're, our next episode is going to be a full vaccine episode. Oh, yeah. So send in any of your questions for us, for me, Dr. Amy, questions about vaccine. Yeah, about the vaccine will obviously come with data. This, this isn't just going to be some speculation. <laughs> um, no, real science. Yes, real science. And before we have some great Ask Dr. Amy questions today, but before we do that, Yes. Tell me, what is your most grateful for, like, your favorite thing about the pandemic? I'm usually not, like, this positive, but I think it's nice. Just one thing? Well, I don't care. Okay, so... I loved all the extra time with you and Jay. Yeah, me too. I loved all the walking I've been doing. Great. I re-explored Central Park. Like, I've always known Central Park and used Central Park, but... I appreciate it so much more even now even though like when i was in med school i would rollerblade almost every day in the park i've always appreciated it as an oasis but discovery discovering wildlife mm-hmm. in the park has been so cool made and... some made some new friends our neighbors are amazing yes, i'm we... so grateful for them yes me too i'm grateful that we moved here and then we're closer to gagi and closer to Papananya when they're in new york and that was just like so easy mm. I think that's enough. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, it's a, like a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I, we had so much fun being home alone. <laughs> we did. Jay was with a friend, um, at the beginning of quarantine. Oh yeah, 
Yay, we had a great we had time, a great time. As we always do. And then Wolf came home, and like we've just spent so much time alone together, like just doing nothing. And you know, we never wanted to kill each other. I think it's a really good sign of a relationship <laughs> if you're like are locked up in a pandemic and have no one else to see, and you actually have a great time. Yeah, it's a good sign. Exactly. Um, yeah, podcast would not have happened if not for the pandemic, and your divorce would not have happened if not for the pandemic. Right, and that's a blessing. Thrilled about guys. that. <laughs> just thrilled. <laughs> Okay. First question. Okay. Number one. What's the deal with La Mer face cream? Is it actually magical? It better be if they're charging $195 for one ounce. Okay. That's the question. Well, I think I know that a lot of my patients love La Mer. If someone comes in to see me and they, t- they, know, they want to review their skincare routine and they say like, I'm using this cream. And I say, well, how's it going? Do you like it? Mm-hmm. How's your skin feel with it? And they say, if they say, I love it, I'm never itchy, I'm never irritated, my skin is so well moisturized, I think it's great, why would I take it away from them? So I've never suggested to somebody to buy La Mer, but if they already found it and love it, who am I to take it away from them? Right. And I have a, I know a lot of people that really like it. Okay. And if, if someone asked, said to you, I want La Mer benefits, but I'm not paying $200, what do you say to them? Well, it's $195 an ounce, so it's probably like three four ounces in a bottle you know oh, i don't oh, i don't know oh, it's probably right. 500 dollars cream oh my god i don't know i can't speak to the specifics okay. of lamer ingredients That's no fair. because i don't work with the company so mm-hmm. i don't know some of those brands that make those really luxurious creams like they just have a feel and a texture to them but they also feel special if you can buy something like that for yourself some people save up like for months to try buy this other people it's not expensive for them but it always feels special mm-hmm. to buy something like that for yourself so if that's something that feels good, like by all means. But I really, I can't speak to the details of La Mer. Okay. I just don't know it. Like, yeah. I do know the details of a lot of the Chanel creams because I work with them and I, I've yes. been in the labs, but I yes. haven't been in the La Mer mm-hmm. labs. But people seem to swear by it. Okay. Yeah. Next question. Does waxing your upper lip create wrinkles? Huh. Um, I do not think that waxing the upper lip creates wrinkles. I have seen people get burned by waxing though. Oh. And you can get a burn on your upper lip and that's not great for your skin, obviously. And the skin can then heal with little dark marks or light marks or be irritated and sensitive for a while. So if you're going to get waxed, I always just tell the waxer, I have sensitive skin. And then they'll double check the temperature of the wax. They'll make sure it's not super hot and they won't yank on your skin as much. Mm. I just don't think waxing creates wrinkles. Okay. Okay. Next question. Why is it not advisable to do laser hair removal in the pubic area, specifically for younger women? Okay. I... I don't, this question confused me. So I don't, I don't know if this question means, is it not advisable to remove all of the hair from your pubic area? That's just what the, okay, so, it, that's so big, you can do like, let's call it bikini lazy hair removal. Yeah. Is totally fine. Everybody. As long as the person doing it knows what he or she is doing. Let's say she. Yeah. And, um, and it's a, and it's the right laser and the right settings and all of that. If all that's good, like I know in my office. We do a great job of it. You can laser as much hair of you, as away as you want in your bikini area. We suggest that women and girls keep some hair uh-huh. in their pubic area because if you remove it forever, it's not growing back. No. And I always say like, well, when you're older, yeah, you might want some hair in the middle to cover the skin. Uh, or... Okay, we're done. No. <laughs> and if you want to like take it all off, you can wax once in a while yeah. for temporary yeah, I mean, also, it Removable. just the laser there hurts more than 
in my opinion, any other place. So I'm going to disagree. Really? When I, I've done underarms and bikini. Yeah. I, to me, underarms hurt more. To me, hurt, nothing hurts more than bikini. I, I won't do it. That's why. Oh, well, that's up to you. Yeah. So obviously the skin is thin and you have to be gentle down there and yeah, but you can laser do bikini hair laser. Yeah. It's... I, yeah. Look at this question. I just, I'm telling you it verbatim, but, okay. um, maybe if the, whoever wrote it, if, if you have a follow-up question, just DM us. Yeah. I'll, we'll answer that. Okay. okay. Last question. I promise I didn't write this. It's like so nice. How do you both curl your hair? It always looks so good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we actually, we both use the same hair want curler. It's the Conair one inch ceramic hair curler from Amazon. I think it's $30. No, it's $19.99 or okay, something. Okay, it's $19.99. We use the same one. We have very different hair. Yes. I have long, really thick, really curly hair naturally. Mom has very thin hair, which is shorter. Thank you very much. You have very thin hair. It's fine. It's not thin. There's a difference. There, oh, I didn't know there was a difference. <gasps> Thin means like sparse, like okay. you don't have a uh, lot. Obviously, fine. you don't have sparse. The caliber of each hair is okay. narrow. Mom has very fine, shorter hair than I do. Thank you. It's not short. And naturally, more straight. Yeah, it's wavy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, both we use the same hair curler. Now, this is funny that someone this person asked this because last night someone DM me and asked me how do I get my curls to stay with my curling wand. And what I, what I'm I've terrible learned, at a wand. What I've, I, mean, I mean, with the curling iron. Okay. I, I don't use a wand. It has a clamp, which is important. What I say is if the thing, things that I do to make sure that my curls don't fall out after a little while. Tell me. I don't use too much hair oil. I love hair oil because it's like a hair protector, protect your hair from the heat. I use the Way O-U-A-I hair oil. O-U-A-I. Use like half, for all the hair that I have, which is a lot, I use half of a pump of the hair oil. If I use too much, it weighs down my hair. And then like two hours later, I have straight hair after curling it. Okay. And, in, and in, it makes sure also in the shower not to use too much conditioner because that also can weigh down your hair. Yes. So that's what I would say, how I get the curls. I appreciate very much this compliment. Me too. And let me just say, Zoe does her own hair and it looks like she's coming from a salon. Thank you. Me, when I do my own hair, does not look like I've been in the salon. It looks very home done. <laughs> so home I, I, I can do the front of my hair yeah. like pretty well. Um, but Zoe can do her whole head. Thank you. I often have my hair done. Yes. Um, it's one of my... I would say few. Would you say few? Few what? Like uh, ways that I spend money myself. Oh. 100%. Indulgences. Yeah, because you wear sweatpants, but you get your hair done. Yeah. You can wear scrubs in the office, but you get your hair done. Yeah. Also, like for me, I'm wearing sweatpants all day. I do Zoom at home. But if my hair is just naturally dried, I don't feel like as, as confident or like as pretty or whatever. And if I just do my hair, it takes, you know, it takes half an hour because I have a lot of hair and I keep my same sweatpants on, I feel a hundred times better. Yeah, you're really good at it. But Thank Zoe you. can also do her own manicure, both hands equally oh. well. Shout out to Olive and June. If you if you want your 20% off of your first Olive and June system, slide in my DMs. I'll send you my referral code. Wait, tell me again what Olive and June is. Tell everybody what it is. Oh, it's um, an at-home manicure system. Um, you should follow them on Instagram. It's the best. And they're like the nicest people ever. Olive and June. You're so speaking quickly. Yeah. Okay. Yes. They're in LA? Yes, they're LA-based nail company. They started off with salons in three different salons in the Calif- in California, mm-hmm. um, in Southern California. And they started making polishes and products and tools. And I have everything they make. And I'm a very loyal customer. So anyway, so I have a referral link if you would like 20% off your first system, which is a very good deal because they're incredibly reasonably priced. So yeah. slide in my DMs. And you always <laughs> do a good job. Thank you, yes. I've really, um, that is something that brings me joy, is doing my own nails. Yeah, not me. In my hair. Okay. Um, okay, well, Thanks, bye. everyone. <laughs> Um, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Embarrassing You Podcast. 
please leave us five stars on iTunes. If you are an Apple podcast listener, it means quite a lot. And maybe you could share the podcast with a friend. Yeah, that'd be great. And happy Passover. You're here. You're hearing this right before the first end of Passover. Yep. Hug Samaya. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> Thank you.